Hey folks, this is Corey with FCF Fit, and uh, welcome to the Find Your Fit podcast. Had an idea uh, late last night, and uh, woke up this morning, wanted to act on it. Uh, so based on your feedback, I would much appreciate it, but was thinking we'd start a little segment within the Find Your Fit podcast called the Find Your Fit Tidbit. Something real quick that we can put out to you uh, and an easy way to consume it in terms of uh, via this podcast, maybe on your way to work or maybe the round trip uh, that you take to and from the grocery store. So that being said, let's get right into it. Today's topic is calorie burn. Um, basically, we all need to understand that we're always burning calories. All right. If you're sleeping, sitting on the couch, binge watching your favorite Netflix series, guess what? You're burning calories, yo. So here's the deal. Your body is in a state of constant self-maintenance. Cells are breaking down, cells are regenerating. These processes require energy in the form of ATP. And calories are a measurement of the energy required to release that ATP or that energy. Okay, so the total number of calories that you're going to burn in each day is referred to as your total daily energy expenditure. And there's three main elements that make this up. The first one is going to be your resting, excuse me, your resting metabolic rate. That's your RMR, okay? The number of calories your body burns at rest. If you've taken one of the in-body tests here at the gym, you'll see uh, it gives you your RMR uh, on the right-hand side, okay? And again, that's your total calories. It's, it's, it's basically um, calculating how many calories you need to ingest each day to keep you exactly the way you are at that state. All right. Um, moving on, um, the thermic effect of food. All right. This is um, the number of calories required to break down the food that you eat. Okay. So that it can be used by your body. And then third is your exercise or activity. Um, this is the number of calories needed to perform general physical tasks, uh, walking around, maybe doing some yard work, uh, cleaning the house. Um, or your two to four committed training sessions that you have, you know, each week here with us at FCF. So, um, the thing that most people won't realize is that your RMR accounts for the greatest number of calories burned each day. Okay. Typically 60 to 70% of your total daily energy expenditure. And that's because muscle can be more metabolically or is more metabolically active than fat. And an easy way to increase your total daily energy expenditure is by performing regular strength training, okay? This also helps with bone density, especially in women who are prone to develop osteoporosis or osteopenia. So um, strength training is, is great all around for that. So um, the other two factors affecting your total daily energy expenditure are the thermic effect of food, which I mentioned, and that's approximately 10% of your total daily energy expenditure, okay? T-D-E-E, -E. I'm just gonna start calling it. That's a, again, that's a lot to say. Uh, and calories burned during activity or your exercise, okay? The, those are two other means. So your thermic effect of food and the calories you're going to burn during physical activity, um, such as exercise, all right? And that's about 20 to 30% of your TDEE. So guess what? The easiest way to manipulate your TDEE is going to be from exercise because of its influence on how many calories you actually burn, which can then influence changes in your body comp. Now, we all don't burn calories equally. Some, someone who's younger, uh, taller, and leaner will burn calories at a rate that's much different than someone who's older, shorter, and maybe a little fluffier, okay? 
Um, this seems pretty straightforward and logical, but how many times have you looked at a friend or heard somebody look, mention a friend of theirs or a significant other and make a comment, something along the lines of, I can't believe how fast Johnny loses weight. He eats like a horse, drops 15 pounds in a month. And here I am eating like a bird and I'm losing weight at a snail's pace. I mean, I've, I've heard that a few times, definitely. Um, so anyway, it's because we're all different. All right. You can't compare yourself uh, apples to apples in, in these cases. So let's shift gears into the pre-workout choices uh, we get asked quite often. OK, what should I eat before my workout? Well, a decent option and the one I personally suggest is a light meal consisting of a carbohydrate and a protein, like a hard boiled egg for your protein and a piece of fruit for your carbohydrate, at least an hour prior to the exercise. And in essence, you are providing uh, your body with a fuel or with fuel for the activity that you're about to do. All right. Now, everyone is different with their ability to tolerate eating before a workout. And I suspect that that pre-wad nervousness is a major contributor to that. Um, I mean, think about it. How many times have you eaten uh, maybe even a heavy meal then versus a hard-boiled egg and a, uh, uh, a piece of fruit and got out in the backyard and maybe played with the kids or something and you didn't really have any adverse effects. But, you know, the minute you have something two hours or an hour and a half or an hour before your workout and you step into the gym and maybe the music's pumping, and you're seeing people throwing weight around and you're thinking, oh, gosh, this one's going to hurt um, or I got to beat so and so and I can't let this happen or whatever. And, you know, next thing you know, you're in the bathroom and we all know what goes on in there. So um, anyway, uh, <laughs> on a side note. In an effort to curb that uh, necessity, we're going to start replacing all the toilet paper with sandpaper. Um, that'll be effective January 1st, 2020. Anyhow, failing to fuel properly uh, before your workout, that can have obviously adverse effects during your training session, right? Um, and, you know, you, that feeling of hitting the wall or what we call, the you know, bonking in a workout. Um, you just can't do anymore. can't move anymore. Um, whatever. So that definitely can be a result of improper fueling of uh, your body before the workout. Hydration will also play a major role because of at you know all cellular functions take place in guess what? Yep, water. So poor hydration can slow your metabolism down. Faux show. All right, there you have it. The first installment of the Find Your Fit tidbit. And love to hear your feedback. If it's something you'd like to continue to receive or, or for myself to record or uh, and send out to you guys, do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind, jump on the uh, podcast, Anchor.fm or Spotify, the Find Your Fit has the FCF logo there. You can't miss it. And hit that subscribe button. That way you get notified automatically whenever we release a new podcast. We hope to be producing more of these on a regular and consistent basis. And if there's any topics that you all like us to discuss or, or uh, feature on the podcast, let us know. And as always, if you're wanting to get in the hot seat, sit down across from me and let us you know, interview you, get to know you better, by all means, let's do it. Hit me up and we will, uh, we'll get it knocked out. Remember, tomorrow, 0930, 12 days of Christmas workout. Be there. Also, you don't have to wear your ugly sweater or ugly Christmas outfit during the workout. That could get uncomfortable. Uh, you can save it for the potluck, which is right after from 11 to 1. Either way, we hope to see you all tomorrow. If not, have a great weekend, and we'll see you in the gym soon.